Hello, and welcome to On the Drive Home. My name is Jeremiah. And I'm, well. <laughs> That's right, it's only one word, Kate. Figure that one menu. out. I'm like, that just doesn't sound right, <laughs> does it? I'm like his menu. I'm like his menu or something. <laughs> Actually, that, that, that should be like something new that all the kids start saying. Like, yeah. Like instead of bay, be like, he's my menu. He's my menu for the evening. <laughs> Don't you understand? He's my menu. I mean, it's like so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a really cool pause there. It's like, I'm, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. All right, yeah, we saw the menu. The new to his me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, starring Rafe Fines. I don't actually think this is, he pronounces it Rafe, I believe. Oh. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Nicholas Holtz, uh, Hong Chu, and all sorts of other people, including who's the boss and Zhang Leguizamo. Yeah, who's the boss lady? You yeah. called it. Yeah, Judith Light. Yeah, that was takes you back to the 80s. Yeah, really. Uh, directed by Mark Malloyd and written by Seth Rees and Will Trace. Tracy, excuse me. And... So this movie is about uh, this, this high-class chef that has his own island and uh, all these super rich or fancy foodie people, they go to do his menu and there's thriller stuff that happens yeah it didn't end like i thought it would yeah it really did i thought there'd be so i guess and he's creating i guess life or art out of life with food and stuff mm -hmm. like that you know and i thought it was gonna be kind of one of those typical movies where you know you hope for the one person to survive and they all get chased or something and then they're the menu i kind of thought it might end up that way yeah yeah but it didn't yeah. Actually, now I was really surprised and very happy it didn't, because I feel that would have been more of a cliche way it kinda, to It kind of would have been, it. yeah. Yeah. So, but no, this was really, really good. Yeah. And it was yeah. fresh. Like, <laughs> yes. just like the menu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It was, no, like, I mean, I, I it, it, this is great. They need to have more movies like this where they're interested. Something that was funny that I was thinking in my head while we're watching it, we're like 20 minutes into this movie. And you are, like, there's a cast of, I don't know, 15 people? Yeah. And boom, within 20 minutes of the movie, you understand who each of these characters are, what their mm -hmm. motivation is, a little bit of their backstory, mm -hmm. like, and it just all was seamless, and it flowed. There wasn't, like, an exposition dump. There wasn't, like, a, an interview scene with everybody or, like, right. some stupid thing. Like, they just did it along the lines of the plot. Yes. And... Like, like John Leguizamo's character. Like, he's this washed-up actor. Um, you know, they got this old couple that's just constantly bickering and fighting at each other. <laughs> yeah, the three bros. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the three bros that are, like, that, that are obviously yeah. part of some, like, uh, schemey sort of situation. Yeah. But There's, like, the foodies. Like, the, yeah, the foodie, foodie couple. Yeah, the foodies. They were hysterical yeah. to watch. Oh, but, you like, know, the, the critics or whatever. Yeah, yeah, well, the writers, I think, hit every line that they said, or at least whoever wrote their dialogue, hit it, like, the nail on the head, uh, the, he yeah. the nail on the head. Because... It was like, this is so, you know, minimalist, yet uh, theatrical. theatrical, you know, and yeah. they would say things like that. And you're like, oh my God, I feel like that is something some pre uh, pretentious person would say. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, they nailed it. And then like, yeah. uh, so the, there's the, the two, well, I guess there's the main star, which is the woman, and yeah. uh, the second main star, I guess, would be, oh. well, I don't know, but whoever she is there with is right. her boyfriend, and he's another great actor that I really like. I don't remember his name, but like... Uh, like he he's he's just like he's super foodie guy 
mm-hmm. and you can just tell he's like this is all he cares about and it's and it's neat like you understand every single character and it just yeah. it reminds me of like watching shows and all of these things and people keep saying like you know well there's a lot of shows out there where they're TV shows and you watch it for like three episodes and you still have no clue as to like who these characters are and then here's a movie or within 20 minutes, you know who 15 different people are. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's phenomenal. It's, it's almost great. like an interesting character study in a way. It is, yeah. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of a play. Just a little bit in the beginning where they all talk to each other and you get to know them through dialogue and everything like that. Yeah. And their little actions. Just in the beginning. Of course, it's you know full-blown movie. But uh, it's, it was, it's just the writing was really good, I mm-hmm. felt. You know? And... It was really fun to actually, wow, look at these people actually acting and putting on these type of personalities and these kind of characters. And there's no bright lights, no, you know, CGI. CGI. Yeah, it was just acting. And you were interested in all of them. Yeah, and it just, it went in different ways that I didn't think it would go. uh, And I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. (laughs) So, that's saying something. I think we're pretty critical. We are. And, like, I mean, that's why this is so refreshing. It's yeah. It's like, I, I mean, just, we get, like, repetitive bullshit mm-hmm. just all the time now. Yes. And so it's it's like a breath of fresh air to see something yeah. like this. Yeah. And, and, it was, and it didn't really, it could tell it wasn't, like, a super high-budget movie, Mm-mm. you know? And that's, you don't need that. You need just... Just good writing, yeah. good story. Good writing, and then a yeah. great cast to follow it up with. Take like, that, Rings of Power. Yeah, or, or pretty much anything that's come out. Yeah, take that, Disney. Yeah, <laughs> you can learn something from some of these writers here. You know, I'm sure that they'll scoop up this writer director and uh, uh, make them make them bend the knee to the mouse. <laughs> bend the knee to and, the mouse. And, and, and ended up making just something terrible. Probably. It's like, it's like it reminds me of. I, I don't know what the behind the scenes are stuff, yeah, but I yeah. really like Ryan Johnson's movies. And then of course, you know, they did the last Jedi and it's like just terrible. Yeah. And, yeah. but knives out was good. Like that was yeah. another like breath of fresh air kind of movie. It's like, this yeah. is really good. So yeah, we need more movies like, uh, like the menu. Yeah, exactly. Um, great acting. And I'm happy we saw it at the theater. So it's like our daughters yeah. went towards that. Exactly. Yeah. Ant-Man quantum mania or whatever. <laughs> God, that movie looks now. horrible. Oh my gosh. I'm just done. With, and, and that's just, just me. I'm just done with the superhero stuff. It's oversaturated. It's been done. Can we just end it with, with Avengers Endgame, right? Yeah. Can we just end yeah, it? That would have been a really yeah. good ending. Like a nice like way to that. just end yeah. it. Like, okay, it's done. It's over. Let's yeah. move on to the next thing. And I really do like your that guy you watch on YouTube. What's his name? Is it Chris? Uh, Chris Gore. Is it uh, He's Chris like Gore? The, the guy with the white hair. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I think it was him, or I can't tell. Or I can't remember. It was the guy that was the ex- executive producer, and he does his own YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah. Is it one of those two? But one of them compared this time frame to like the Western time frame. Yeah, that movies. was that was Call Me Jado. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, but I think he I, I think he really uh, he really sparked something with me with that comment. He said like people want to look back at this time with some of these movies as we do as some of those old cheesy westerns yeah you know and i think they're right you know with all the superhero superhero stuff yeah i think they're gonna look at it like that so it's definitely that a really... long long period of time but yeah with movies like this i feel like maybe we're getting out of it and yeah it's, it's one of the it's, 
like it's kind of weird because you know if you have sprinkles of like superhero movies that's fine but yeah it's just like that that does feel like it's been kind of the dominant box office thing well they're so, so like, fun this is the menu is a great movie mm-hmm. go see that yeah and the thing about superhero movies i'm not against them it's just they're just so overly done and you're just kind of seeing the same thing over again and then they get political and it, it, it doesn't it's not fun anymore yeah you know um so actually supposed to be just watching a bunch of people going on adventures and beating mm-hmm. up bad guys yeah what's wrong with that you know they, they get all weird and everything um like actually they're making another superman movie right aren't they uh Isn't yeah yeah henry cavill's coming back yeah. as superman but i i don't know my point like, is i i like him as an actor but I, well, I don't have faith in anything they're gonna do. Well, my point is though, maybe like, why can't we have more movies like The Menu and some really interesting movies with great stories? But then you sprinkle in a fun special effects here and there, like around yeah. the holidays. I, I don't understand why it's gotta be all year round, constant. And if they're not multi million dollar or billion dollar hits, you know, yeah. then the mouse is like, be gone with you. Yeah, they gotta, <laughs> we they don't gotta, want you anymore. I think. I think. Like, A24 is a good studio that keeps pumping out cool stuff. Yes, I agree. Even if it's, like, maybe not something that everybody's into. It's, like, they they shotgun so many different Mm -hmm. pellets that, you know, everybody's bound to pick up at least a couple things that they like from it. Just have those smaller budget movies. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like art. You know, you can create a hundred pieces or something, but maybe only one or two of them are really good. Yeah. You know, and that's that's why they went A24. They'll just crank out anything, but you'll you'll still find those gems, you know. But they're all different. They're imaginative. They're not cookie cutter like all these other movies are nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's good. What would you give uh, the menu, Kate, on zero to five? I'm giving it a four. You give it a four? Yep, I'm giving it a four. I'm giving it a five! Woohoo! Good for you. Because I loved it. I, I liked it too. I do think, um, why am I giving it a four? That's a good question, though. Uh, it just wasn't enough for me to give it a five. I feel like maybe the ending could have used makes a little bit of explanation, you know. Yep. yep. Um, and um, it just seemed like I didn't maybe I didn't understand the ending very well in some ways, but I still really liked it. I still yeah. think uh, people should go see it, support movies like this, yeah. you know, Big and time. yeah, exactly. Because the, the less people support stuff like this, I mean, right the less quality we're going to get overall. But, I mean, that's why those, that's why the superhero movies are so popular, you know? It's flashy lights, beautiful people, you know, and yeah, I guess but, people like that, you know, and that's why they're popular and well, make a lot of money. it's the economics of making those movies mm-hmm. that, that kind of ruin it, I think. I guess there's a lot. Matt but, Damon yeah. did this thing where he was, uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon, he talked about, you know, how the industry is now versus uh, years ago and, you know, uh, without DVD sales um, being like a second pull of uh, of, of cash yeah. for these movies, like um, you know, movies they just like if you if you put in two hundred million dollars into a movie, now you have to put in two hundred million dollars for marketing, and the theater takes half of everything. So now you're already up to eight hundred thousand or eight hundred million dollars just to break even on some of these movies Mm, mm -hmm. so they it's i mean you're going to be incredibly risk averse so you have to like yeah try to shotgun and and to to pick up the general audience as best as you can and it makes it like this yeah it 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 takes out all of the risk which takes out all the fun for like you know 
good entertainment. Yeah. And it also takes up the art and the idea of maybe being like experimental, yeah. you know. It's like no Yeah, you can't experiment when you got eight hundred million dollars you yeah, make back. That's true. And especially when you have that hanging over your head, the pressure and everything yeah. you have. Which is also kind of makes me wonder then why are they coming up with some of the crap that they're coming out with. <laughs> I mean if you like like for example Rings of Power, I didn't like it. I only watched twenty minutes of the first episode, but that was what how much was that? It was super expensive. Yeah, the you first know. season was like $460 million. Well, my point is you'd think that if it was so much money that maybe they would have like, hey, let's really make sure this is a good story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're putting a lot of money into this. Let's make sure that it's interesting. You'd think they'd do that, yeah. you know. And so, But maybe I don't understand all the stuff that goes on behind with movies and it, it Productions would be, it, I mean, stuff, you know, but. so like, I would love to find out like all of the info behind the scenes, stuff like that. But since it's so current, like mm -hmm. there's no one that would be a, be able to give an honest thought about it no. because like they still work in the industry. They don't want to make any, you know, hurt anybody or, or, you know, make it so that they can't get a job with something in the future. But maybe in like 20 years or something, we'll be able to like look back yeah. and be like, this is what happened. Or maybe they just should insult their audiences too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get that. Blame the fans. Blame the fans, you know. It's it's like the uh, same with politics. They do that a lot where, um, you know, like if, if Democrats or Republicans, whoever gets in there and then they, they don't get enough votes, they always blame the voters rather than blaming... Yeah. How terrible they are as politicians. They'll yeah. blame the voters. We just didn't have enough good turnout with the yeah. young people. It's like, well, maybe or, you should give them a reason to turn out. Right? Or maybe they counted it wrong. <laughs> they counted it wrong. That's always the answer. Yeah. <laughs> people don't know how to count. That's right. We'll figure it out yeah. one of these days, I'm one sure. One of these days we'll figure out what's really going on. All right. Till next time. <laughs>